0: Om. Namaste and welcome back to our podcast. Today I would like to share some thoughts on right attitudes. First of all, We have to remember that the Indian wisdom, Indian philosophy, the wisdom of Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita and many other ancient Indian scriptures, Bhagavad Gita is only one small text compared to the vast wisdom which we have in India. They gave lot of importance to positive emotions and right attitudes and they also showed what happens with dysfunctional emotions and negative attitudes, wrong attitudes. When they are uh, labeling something as right and wrong, we should understand anything which is right is When you experience joy, peace, happiness, harmony, that is right, you experience health, you experience inner alignment, all that is right, that which makes you disturbed, that which makes you unhappy, that which makes people around you unhappy, disturbed that is not not right then someone can ask a question that uh, uh, for example i do certain things which make people unhappy at this moment but they are good in the long run they are considered good for example you are going to the school I think when we were very young, most of the times we are like... Lot of people, lot of children, they don't like to go to the school. Of course, we always used to like to go to school because we can play there. In the house, we cannot play so much like the way we play in the school. But uh, imagine that some children are not happy with going to the school, but still they are made to go to the school because in the long run it will help them. Or you do your... uh, Asanas are any of the exercises initially they may not look so nice but in the long run they are good. So anything which helps in the long run that is always considered as good. Sometimes you may take a decision which people around you may not accept but in the long run they appreciate your decision that is considered good. So, we need to understand when something is defined or something is labelled as good emotion or a dysfunctional emotion, good attitude or a wrong attitude. The purpose behind that is that whenever we are not experiencing peace and joy, whenever we are feeling weak, whenever we are feeling dependent, that is weak, that is not right. Anything which weakens us is not good. Anything physically, mentally... Emotionally, anything that makes us weak is considered bad. And not only that, it also should help people around us. Something which is good to me and good to people around me. And something which is bad to me and bad to people around me. We need to make that distinction, that discernment, Viveka, we need to understand. So that's why don't get panic when we are labeling certain emotions as dysfunctional emotions. Because there are a group of people who always oppose this uh, vocabulary, Uh, psychology is using lot of vocabulary and they keep changing, we don't mind accepting all that, but when uh, we say people object to that, that's fine, it doesn't matter, we will not get deviated by that. So, the topic here is right attitudes. Unfortunately, in our education system, right attitudes are not given any importance. There is no attitudinal training. there is no training for uh, uh, right emotions, and there is no training how to manage dysfunctional emotions. So, if some people get trained, that is their their are lucky people, maybe their parents they know how to train their children or some great good school. But in general, there is no system all over the world to empower us, emotionally empower us, to train our attitudes. In fact, many times we are not even aware of our attitudes. Bhagavad Gita gives a lot of importance. Bhagavad Gita a 3000 year old text. Along with many other texts. It's not only Bhagavad Gita. When I am mentioning, don't think the whole Indian philosophy is only Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is a small... Uh, one small text. We have Upanishads, 108 Upanishads. Of them, 12 Upanishads are so important. We have Brahma Sutras. We have so many Granthas, We have Viveka Chodamani Upadesha Sahasri Panchadashi. There are 1000 important texts. So, Bhagavad Gita is definitely, of course, a very important text, most widely translated all over the world. Bhagavad Gita in the 13th chapter talks about right attitudes. The first attitude and second attitude, right attitudes given are connected to non-arrogance. For me it took a long time, I spent a lot of time, in fact many years, I used to be intrigued by the thought why Krishna gave non-arrogance as the right attitude. The first most important attitude, Amanitvam Adambitvam. These are the two attitudes given in the Bhagavad Gita 13th chapter. First thing, why we need right attitudes? To experience inner inner peace, inner joy. The quality of life. Quality of life we have to define and understand for ourselves. For some people, quality of life is to have a big house, a big car... uh, ...and success and recognition of people. Fine, they are good. Like they can go ahead with their definition... ...and see what happens in the long run. Whereas uh, if we understand... Uh, the understand the quality of life as peace, joy happiness um, strength from within, being able to be in a state of balance amidst all challenging situations, experiencing strength amidst vulnerability experiencing balance amidst uh, different challenging situations, that is quality of life Even when there are 50 challenges around me, if I can smile genuinely, not just faking it, but genuinely, really, if I can stay balanced inside, that is, uh, that is uh, the quality of life we are talking. So, anyway, that's a different topic, quality of life. Right attitudes decide how we experience peace and joy inside. Inside... If we are experiencing unhappiness, inside we are experiencing stress, anxiety, worry. Inside we are experiencing grief for the sake of uh, for the sake of something which we don't need to grieve. There are certain things which we grieve and which is very genuine, like if we lose some of our loved ones, then we will grieve. That's uh, of course a very valid thing. But sometimes we start grieving for things which don't need to be grieved upon. Or we get uh, carried away by external things. If somebody doesn't approve me, I feel bad. I always am longing for the approval of others. And when people don't give me enough approval, then I feel uh, unhappy or I feel uh, incomplete. I'm not good enough. All that is a problem of uh, what we're calling about the quality of life. So anyway, you spend some time on thinking about quality of life. Maybe one day we will do a podcast on quality of life. We can bring some awareness there. Here about the right attitudes. Two most important right attitudes. The first two are given as non-arrogance. Amanitvam, arrogance born due to success, born due to qualifications, born due to skills. Adambitvam, somebody can be arrogant without having any skills, without having any qualifications, without having any success. So both are bad. Somebody can be arrogant because they are successful or they have great skills. No, you can see some uh, yoga teacher can be a great teacher, having a lot of uh, great skills of uh, asanas or uh, anything else. And then are they are uh, getting arrogant because uh, they are very successful? They are able to have a, a big studio or a big setup. And whatever they are launching is getting sold out, then they become, they can become arrogant. Or somebody has nothing, but still can be arrogant. Both are considered as not right by Bhagavad Gita. Why? What is wrong? If I am arrogant, what is your problem? There is two things here. The ancient scriptures and the enlightened masters, they are telling us, Uh, Things because they are not giving us any commandments. They are telling us to empower us, help us. Any real teacher tries to help us, tries to make us really strong. They don't try, they don't tell us, do this, don't do that. Bhagavad Gita, 18 chapters are taught and the last chapter Krishna tells Arjuna, the student that, do whatever you want to do, I told you what I have to tell you. That is a real teacher. The real teacher tries to empower us. So the real teaching is giving us an indication, a direction that wrong attitudes make us suffer. Why? Because arrogance comes out of ego, non-arrogance comes out of the self. The location or the place from which arrogance comes is the ego. When we are pampering the ego, when we are driven by the ego, then suffering will come to us. So the scriptures are telling non-arrogance because the scriptures are the enlightened masters. They don't ask to suffer. If I am arrogant, what is your problem? The problem is enlightened master says that you will suffer and I am very, very, I don't want you to suffer out of love, out of compassion, I am telling you, arrogance is not good for you. Imagine somebody is eating something wrong and then uh, you tell them that this food is not good, this is going to harm you and they say that I don't care a damn. Why the hell are you advising me? I didn't ask you for any unsolicited advice. Then you will keep quiet. And then they suffer and then they learn. So if we want to suffer and learn, we are free to do that. Otherwise, The enlightened masters are trying to help us or the scriptures, ancient Indian wisdom is trying to help us by making us understand that arrogance will make us suffer because the quality of life will be affected by it. You can stay with people who are very arrogant, stay in close quarters, live with them in the close quarters, then you will see that they are not very happy people. They are always looking for approval of others. And when people don't approve, then they will be hurt. They may express, they may not express, but deep down they are always seeking approval, seeking recognition, seeking success and thereby they feel happiness. Whereas, when you are not arrogant, because you are deriving the joy from the self, success you enjoy, but when there is no success, when people don't approve, still you continue to remain happy, remain balanced, and which, which leads to self-acceptance and self-love. Some people say they accept themselves and they practice self-love, but uh, they are not really, they are trying to fake it. They are trying to tell that they are having complete acceptance about themselves but all the time they are seeking acceptance and approval uh, and feel good from success. So, it's the question of one has to be aware of it. If I want to suffer and then I pretend that I am not suffering, I am free to do that. Nobody will deny. Scriptures are uh, ancient ones. By pretending scripture are the ancient masters, they don't lose anything. But uh, uh, we would have to understand whether we like to get the benefit of that or we don't get to get the benefit of that. It is our freedom. So essentially non-arrogance is a right attitude. Arrogance leads to suffering. Lack of arrogance comes from the self. Arrogance comes from the ego. So that is why it is given a lot of importance. And second thing is also karma. When I am arrogant, I continue to hurt people by my actions, my, by, my, by my body language or by my words or by the way I conduct myself. Externally also, I will be affected in the long run. When I am arrogant, slowly uh, the word will spread and then in the long run, my even my success and interpersonal relationships will be affected by it. That is secondary. But primarily, I won't be enjoying My inner peace. The whole yoga is about experiencing our inner joy, connecting to your true nature which is unconditional, uninterrupted joy. And if we want to experience that, we for our own good should look into our attitude of arrogance. If I am arrogant and if I am justifying my anger, nobody will really lose. People will recognize and they will move away. They will take care of themselves Uh, But in the long run, you will not experience your inner peace, inner joy, which is there already. We don't need to do anything to experience our inner joy. Just drop all these uh, stupid things which we are holding on to. We are holding on to these stupid attitudes because one, it can be ignorance. We don't understand that this is bad for us. Or we somehow habit patterns, we hold on to them and we keep justifying our patterns. So, for our own good, we should uh, look into one by one our attitudes. Uh, The top priority should be given for arrogance. If we are successful people, whoever it is, if we are successful in our careers, uh, if you are a yoga teacher or if you are uh, doing your job or business and if you are successful, uh, try to sit back and inquire, or maybe you can ask for a feedback from someone who likes you, who loves you who is your well-wisher, ask for a sincere feedback am I, exu- um, am I like exuding, exuding some arrogance I may not be aware of it uh, if they give you the feedback that you are yes, you are a little bit uh, throwing your weight around uh, then try to take that feedback It's not easy to take feedback. The moment we are justifying, that means we are not accepting. All the yoga people, we all try to talk about self-acceptance, but we continue to justify our attitudes, justify our actions, justify our behavior. Whenever we are justifying, remember we are not accepting. Of course, when people give you feedback, we have to, uh, we don't need to accept everything. Maybe 30-40% of that is a subjective, uh, subjective aspect. Because they mix up with their own subjectivity in giving the feedback. But at least give with an open mind, sit down on a weekend maybe and look into it and try to come out of this bad attitude which is not good for us. It is like a virus, it is like a bacteria, it is like a fungus, whatever you call it. We need to get rid of it for our own Inner well being, mental well being, emotional well being. But if somebody is suffering and says, I am not suffering, they are in denial mode, they are happy to continue. Uh, There is no pressure for that, but there is no commandment here. Essentially, we need to bring our awareness to our attitudes, and there also the specially top priority should be given to. Uh, the attitude of arrogance it can slowly creep in whenever we are doing things in a nice way when people start praising us when we start getting success it can get to the head and then what happens is loss of our inner joy or peace so and we are of course as I already mentioned many times you are free to keep your arrogance and enjoy the suffering so thank you so much for listening to me Give some thought to it over the weekend. Thank you. Om. Om Shanti Shanti. shanti.